1: This is Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Come on, let's all go to the lobby. Because people are staring at us listening to these shows while we're in the theater.
2: The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17.
1: The following program is rated M and is considered best suited for mature audiences. Please be advised that this program may contain adult themes, sexual situations, violent content, and or strong language that is not suitable for listeners under the age of 17. Please take this into consideration before listening.
0: This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality.
2: You are listening to Showcase, Soul Survivors, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell.
0: broadcast for a special news bulletin, the World Peace Conference, which has been going on now for the past few days, has suddenly and abruptly ended. There are many rumors surrounding the sudden end to peace talks between the major superpowers, but very few are actually coming out of Geneva where the talks were being held. The current popular rumor, which we have from a very reliable source of the conference, is that the president of the new Soviet Russian Republic, Fedor Borya, And U.S. President Gerald Hunt exchanged heated words, which then rippled across the entire conference of world leaders, none of which could then get along. Apparently it was pure pandemonium, and no one could agree on anything at that point.
1: (sighs) Turn that junk off! I don't want to even hear the news.
3: So, this breaking report doesn't worry you?
1: Not a bit. I mean, what's going to happen? Nuclear war? Never in a
3: million years. You seem awfully confident there, Race. Well,
1: this sort of thing happens all the time. I mean, world leaders fuss and fight constantly nowadays. Ever since the early part of the century, they've been trading insults as easily as they breathe. I think it started with that orange-haired fellow back in the late teens, uh, right? Uh, what was his name? Sumter McDonald, or something like that. Wow! You really
3: know your history there, Race!
1: Politics was never my strong suit. Dude. Really? Well,
3: what is? Loudest burp contest of the Yukon? <laughs> Very funny, Ted. Keep it up. Hey, where's Julie? Shouldn't she be back from her sojourn to the aft port by now?
1: She went back there to check the solar stacks. They've been playing up all week.
3: She could fight with that problem for hours.
1: Want me to give her a buzz? See how she's getting on back there?
3: I'll take care of it.
1: Oh, fine. Steal my thunder, playboy.
3: This is Lieutenant Major Everhard in the control section... Can you hear me back there, Lieutenant Adams? Come in, Lieutenant. Julie, are you receiving me?
0: Reading you loud and clear, Teddy boy. No need to be so formal. I know who you are, Lieutenant Major. And did it ever occur to you that a girl might be busy back here?
1: Sounds like the lady was in the toilet back there, Ted.
0: Hoo-hoo! I heard that, Race McKellen. Keep your comments and your dirty fantasies to yourself.
1: Okay, I will. For now.
0: <laughs> so, did you guys need something, or is this a social call? We're
3: just checking you're all right, Jules.
0: I'm fine, just adjusting the solar stacks. I don't want to have to keep putting up with these power drops the rest of the week.
3: Ten-four, Lieutenant. Keep up the good work. Oh, and it's almost dinner time. Thought you might want to join us.
0: When I'm finished here, shouldn't take more than ten minutes or so?
3: Good to know. Over and out.
1: Satisfied, Mother him? Seems our little hot mama is a okay back there.
3: If Julie were up here with us, she'd tell you what a chauvinist you are, Race.
1: And I'd have a witty retort ready for her.
3: I'm sure you would.
1: Damn, I'm hungry. I don't think I can wait for Julie to get back up here. I mean, is it really necessary for all of us to eat at exactly the same time? I mean, we're we're far from a family unit. I say we eat what we want, when we want
3: it. We agreed to maintain a routine in all things on this space station, Race, that includes meals. Besides, she said she'd only be about ten minutes or so. I think you can wait that long.
1: Well, tell that to my stomach.
3: Hello, rice the stomach Can you wait an extra ten minutes for your nosh?
1: Fine, have it your way. Wise ass. Oh, do I have to schedule a time to go and take a leak as well?
3: No, you can do that on your own time.
1: You sure you don't want to hold my hand?
3: Only if you feel you need me to.
1: Don't tempt me, sweetheart. Okay,
3: I'll
1: be right back. Well, did you miss me? You were gone like
3: five minutes. It was agony, I tell you. Seemed like an eternity. I don't know if I could cope if you actually had to take a shit or something.
1: I knew you had it bad for me, Teddy. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you turn the uh, squawk box back on? I'm in the mood for some background noise for dinner. I
3: thought you wanted it off.
1: Just skip the news and find some good music. I like the classics, personally. Uh, Maybe something by uh, Def Leppard or something. If you like. I do like. Thank you very much.
3: I'll see what I can do.
1: Um, I said the music. I want to hear some music. Find me a good old instant.
3: Doing my best, buddy.
1: What the hell is going on now? Do I have to plug in my vox player?
3: I don't get it. None of the broadcast channels
1: are working. Oh, great. Another fault. What else is going to go wrong on this station? Jules, so you decided to join us for dinner after all.
0: Have you guys looked out a window lately?
1: You okay, Julie? You look pretty shook up. Yeah, you look all worried and stuff. Not that it's a bad look on you. I mean, damn. That's kind of sexy.
0: This is no time for your crude sense of humor, Race. Look out the window.
1: Sure thing. All I see is space. Cold, black space. Real scary. I mean, I'm moved beyond words here.
0: Wrong window. I'm being serious here, Race.
3: I think she means it, man.
1: Well, I think she's pulling something on us.
0: Just look out the other window asshole look at the earth damn girl calm down I'm looking I'm looking what the hell
1: is that look at the surface of the planet what the hell is happening down there what do you think genius I mean what do you see a lot of bright lights erupting all over the planet I mean it's it's blindingly bright no it can't be happening can it would they really do it
0: They did it, Teddy! It's over! Uh, Are you trying to
1: tell us that those are nuclear explosions?
0: What else could they be? Oh.
1: My. God. They did it. They... blew it up. What are you? Charlton Heston
3: all of a sudden? This isn't a freaking joke, Race.
1: I... I just can't believe it.
0: Well, believe it, Race, because it's the end of the goddamn world! They're all dying down there, dying, and all we can do is watch. I...
1: I can't take it in. Ju-
3: Ju- Julie, are you okay?
0: <laughs> my dad, my baby sister, my mom, everybody I know, everyone I love, they're gone, just gone... They're dying in a blazing inferno. It's all over. The world is coming to an end. And there's nothing we can do about it. Oh god. It... <laughs> oh, shit.
1: My grandmother. She's all I had left. And she's No. No, wait a minute. I mean, there have to be survivors, right?
0: Look at it. Look at it! Does that look like there could be any fucking survivors? I... I... I don't know! The surface of the planet is melting, race! You can see it right there! Look at it!
1: God, I see it,
0: okay? Fuck!
1: I see it! What are we gonna do? Do? What can we do? Surely we can do something.
3: They're all dead down there, man. Just look at it.
0: And now we're going to die up here.
1: Really? I mean, there's nothing at all that we can do.
3: It's over, race. Face it, man.
1: Face it? Face what? I mean, we're alive right now. We're still alive. We're on a fucking space station. It's not like the radioactive fallout will hit us up here. We're relatively safe here. We're the survivors. I mean, we can make it, right? We're screwed! Don't you get it? But... we have provisions. I mean, we have enough food on this boat to last us the next two years, at least, and... Well, we can ration this stuff and spread it out to last... I don't know, maybe even three years or more, if we do it right. So, I mean, we're okay, right? Right?
0: Oh, yeah... We're just peachy. Don't you get it, flyboy? There won't be any more resupply ships. Our provisions will run out eventually. You can ration it all you want, but the end result is still the same. We're gonna die. All three of us. We're the sole survivors of the human race. But we're it. No rescue ships are coming for us. No resupply runs. Nothing. Eventually, we'll just all die. Soul survivors, more like the walking dead. We're living on borrowed time now. Let that sink in.
3: This is IASA Space Station Orbit One. Does anyone read me? Over, I repeat. This is IASA Space Station Orbit One. Can anyone read me? Come on, guys. Someone has to be down there. Answer me,
1: please. Over. You're wasting your breath. Man, why don't you just give it up? You've been trying for days. I mean, just look at it down there. It's like Julie said, we're all that's left. The sole survivors of planet Earth.
3: And I didn't think you wanted to believe that. I thought you were the great optimist.
1: I always try to be, but this time, I gotta face facts, bro the end of the world.
3: Look, it's been a few days. We've had time to grieve. We've had time to come to terms with the situation. Sort of. Maybe you were right about that rationing idea.
1: Come on, Ted, what's the use? No,
3: no, I've been thinking about it. Just hear me out. I've been doing some calculations. And if I'm right, we could stretch our food stores to last for nearly four years. I mean, yes, we'd be eating just enough to survive... We'd all lose some serious weight by the end, but we'd… we'd…
1: What? Live twice as long? And then what, die of starvation just a couple of years beyond what we would otherwise? That's not exactly sounding all that much fun. Shit. I was trying. Sorry, Race. No, it's okay, man. I appreciate the effort. It
3: was a thought. Oh well.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it, man.
3: But I do worry. Especially for her. Yeah. Poor Julie. She's taken this so hard, it's just worn her out. All she can do is sleep now.
1: Yeah, I know. But, at least she looks cute sleeping over there like that. I mean, she looks peaceful at least.
3: Yeah, but she has no peace inside. I still can't quite believe it. We're all there is. Thousands of years of human culture, history... And no one will even know we ever existed as a race.
1: It sucks, but there it is. It's a damn shame the Mars colony was completely lost a few years ago. We could just go there and make a new life on a new world.
3: Fat chance. That was such a major blow to the space program. It set us back decades. And now, this space station is it. This is the future of humanity in space. Yeah,
1: what a freaking joke. Do you really think we're alone in the universe? I mean, we all join the space program for the hope of finding life out there somewhere. But do you really believe it exists?
3: Well, they found all this microbial life on Mars a few years ago, and that probe found all those weird sea creatures in the underground oceans of Titan back in the 30s. So I suppose intelligent life must exist somewhere out there. Maybe they know about us, but just don't like us much.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. They visited Earth sometime in the past, met a politician, and said, these guys are assholes, and just decided to leave and never visit planet Earth again. (laughs) I mean, you couldn't blame them, could you?
3: Or they've been monitoring our social media for decades and decided there's just too much hate. Humans suck. They hate everybody. So better not go to that shitty planet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what was it all about, anyway? I mean, people used to get all worked up over movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Like, what gender slept with what gender? The color of people's skin. Who this person voted for, or that person voted for. Some guy would get offended because he said that some other guy was too fat, or had an ugly tattoo. Or they'd call you names and get all offended if you liked the 13th Star Wars movie better than episode 21. Just stupid shit like that. now, they're all gone.
3: And so are their pointless little problems.
1: Exactly. Pointless. I mean, what was it all for? All that bluster? All that fire and brimstone. All the hate. Cruelty, wars, poverty. It seemed so big, but now it's just over. Everything is over. Makes it all so meaningless.
3: Yeah. It's just sad, really.
1: What a waste. Damn, bro. Listen to us. We're waxing all philosophical, like there's some kind of point to it all.
3: I used to think there was some kind of point to life. Now... Now I wonder if there ever was. I mean, I used to even believe that there could be a god. But now, I'm just not so sure. I mean, I should be, shouldn't I? We're staring death in the face. So you'd think I'd be a true believer. So, why aren't I? Why do I have so many doubts now?
1: I don't know, brother. I can't answer that one. I never really took time to think about what I believed in. Now it's too late.
3: Is it? Or is it just the right time? I mean, if we're going to die regardless, maybe it's exactly what we should be thinking about. I mean, be honest with me, Race. Do you believe in God?
1: Um, damn, bro. You ask the hard questions. I, no, I don't think so. I never give it a lot of thought, but I'm pretty sure with with all the bad shit that's happened in the world. I mean, damn it, man. The Earth has been incinerated. So, if there were this all-knowing and all-loving God, I mean, wouldn't he have stopped that? So, no. I don't believe in that. Well, what do you believe, then? I, I believe in science. I mean, we're basically scientists, right? Astronauts, yeah. But we're all about the science. I mean, science... Sent people to the moon. Hey. Wait. What? The moon. The fucking moon, man. What about it? A few years ago, remember, they, they were building that base up there.
3: And they abandoned the project due to the lack of funding.
1: Yeah, I know. But I remember reading some stuff back at home base about it. They nearly finished it. I mean, there's a working base there. Well, nearly working. That could be our chance.
3: Wait a minute. You actually think there could be a way to colonize the moon? <laughs> I mean, that's insane! That base was never finished! How do we know they were even close to completing that project?
1: We work for IASA, man! The International Air and Space Association. We were privy to all information about that project. And I read up on it somewhere. I was fascinated with that project. It was one of the reasons I worked my butt off to get into the space program. I wanted to be posted on that base. So? So. They were real close to finishing it. I think. You think?
3: You're basing our hope for survival on something you just think might be the case?
1: Yeah, I am. Okay, look. We have a computer on this station. It has most of the history of the human race in its memory banks, right? We can research it. Yeah. I guess we can. Good. Then that's what we're going to do. Help me out here, buddy. Get on your terminal and look up everything about the Moonbase project. I'll do the same. Maybe, just maybe, there's a chance for us. I sure hope you're right, Race. Only one way to find out. I I knew it. I I was right. They were real close to finishing work on the Moonbase. Seriously? To the point that it could be made operational? (laughs) Nearly. We can do it, Teddy. We can finish whatever work that base needs. It could be the future home of the human race. You
3: really think so? Hell yeah. Okay. Just think about what you're saying. I mean, for starters, we'd have to figure out how to pilot either this orbital space station or one of its emergency shuttles
1: to the moon. Easy. This station was built to be mobile. It has rockets. We could fly her anywhere in the solar system if we wanted. Uh, Granted, it wouldn't be a fast trip. I mean, (laughs) she ain't exactly a space racer or anything. But she could get us there. Slow and steady.
3: Okay. So we could get to the moon easy enough eventually. But then we'd have to make the moon base operational and livable.
1: It would just require some elbow grease. The construction crew left a lot of materials behind when the project was halted. It wasn't meant to be abandoned for good. They hope to get the funding to start again, maybe around the year 2062 or something. Really? That's just a couple years off. Yeah, I mean, they even left a bunch of oxygen silos up there. It was just too expensive to bring those big suckers back to Earth. So they just left it all up there. Enough for years and years until they could build the oxygen refinery. And the plans for that are in the computer. Plus, they left years, tons of freeze-dried food in the base stores. We could live off that for decades, man. <laughs> we got it made, brother.
3: It sounds too good to be true.
1: But it's not. It's it's all just waiting right there for us on the moon, baby.
3: <laughs> okay, well, that's all fine and good. But say we get there, we get it all up and running, and then, well, there's another little problem, Race.
1: Oh, Yeah. Well, spit it out, Teddy.
3: One of us would have to procreate with Julie and restart the human race.
1: Well, hey, that's an upside, right? (laughs) But uh, just one question. Why would it only have to be one of us? Why does only one lucky bastard get to have all the fun, eh?
0: (laughs) Who says either of you will be having any fun?
1: Julie! Didn't know you'd woken up. Yeah, Julie, you startled us. But, but feel free to join in on this conversation. It concerns you as much as the rest of us.
0: Oh, the woman's feelings are considered in all this, are they? I mean, I could actually participate in this conversation? I mean, do I get to choose who I get to fuck first? In the interest of keeping the human race going, of course.
3: I'm sorry, Julie. I realize you're upset.
0: Upset? Why would I be upset? I mean, the world has just come to an end. But let's start repopulating the race right now, shall we? We'll go to the moon and create our own little family. But, hey, why wait for that? Let's all get naked right here now and have an orgy right here on the space station. Why waste any time?
1: Well, actually, it'd be more of a menage a trois. An orgy would require more people, and there's only three of us.
0: Fuck off, race.
1: I think that's exactly what we're talking about here. But, you know, if you'd like to get started here and now, I have no objections. Let's take off all our clothes and just get it on.
0: (laughs) Well... Who says I'm going to sleep with either one of you two bozos? Who says I even want to? I mean, maybe I'm a lesbian. Ever think of that?
1: Well, if you are, tough luck, lady.
0: You're such a crude ass race. Why would you ever think I'd want to have sex with you in the first place?
1: Because the pickens are awfully slim, sweetheart.
0: Yes, they are. So like I said before, who says I'd want to sleep with either one of you?
1: For the sake of the species, I mean... You'd have to be one cold-hearted, straight-up bitch to condemn the human race like that, just out of spite.
0: Maybe I would. And maybe I am. But hell would freeze over before I'd let you lay one finger on me, flyboy. So just try it, and I'll kick you square in the nut.
3: Maybe we should all just calm down.
0: Oh, don't come off like the good guy here, Ted Everhart. You were as much a part of the conversation as he was.
3: What did I say?
0: It's not so much what you said, but... What I know you both were thinking.
1: Race was the
3: one who started down this avenue.
1: Oh no, pretty boy. Don't lay that on me. You brought it up, Ted. You were the one who said one of us would have to procreate with Julie here.
0: Oh, you have to procreate with me. Like, it'd be a chore, Teddy? Well, don't do me any favors.
3: Julie! Look. Okay. Maybe I did say that, but I didn't mean it that way. I mean... I didn't mean it to sound like it'd be so bad. I mean, it it wouldn't. It'd be great. No, wait. That's not what I mean, either.
0: Fuck off, Teddy. I wouldn't touch you now if you were Prince Charming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're
1: in the doghouse now, Ted. You should have quit while you were ahead.
3: (laughs) Look, I'm not thinking of anything except our survival. And that's all I meant by it. It's the only way you... The human race can survive. I didn't mean to offend you, Jules.
0: Too late, Teddy.
1: Oh, cool your jets, sweetheart. He was just trying to be practical. We have to be practical now.
0: Practical? Really?
1: Well, yeah. Practical, rational, logical. Which includes procreating to rebuild the human race. Which means having sex with you if we have to, Jules. And someone has to do it. Right?
3: You make it sound so attractive, man. Honestly, I can see why she's so upset.
1: Oh, come on, Ted. (laughs) That's such bullshit, man. I mean, just admit it. You want to screw her as much as I do. Maybe more so.
3: (laughs) Shut up, race. You're not helping matters here.
0: No, you're not. Neither of you are helping your case here. Because right after I just witnessed my homeworld burn, with everyone I ever loved on it... The last thing I'm thinking about right now is who I'm going to have a roll in the hay with.
1: We're sorry, Jules. Really. Eh, Speak for yourself, chum. I'm just thinking about necessities. I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do, right?
0: And we gotta get naked and try and restart the human race? Right here, now. Bullshit. And it's not like you're a prime specimen for repopulation, McKellen.
1: Well, neither are you, honey.
3: Oh, just shut up, both of you. Think about what you're saying here. We're the last three people alive. Possibly the only intelligent life left in the entire cosmos. And we're going to fight over who gets to sleep with
1: who? Seems a reasonable discussion to me, considering what's actually at stake. But what do I know? I'm just the lead astronaut on this mission. So... Yeah. That kind of makes me in charge of the whole damn thing now, huh? (laughs) I mean, I'm the president of humanity,
0: right? Oh, get over yourself, would you?
3: Yeah, that's a bit much, even from you, Race. You have to admit it. So why don't you just shut up, okay?
1: No, hang on here. I'm the captain of the space station and the mission. I'm in charge, so I make the rules. So, yeah, I don't have to shut up, guys. We're the last three human beings alive in the universe, which means there are no guidelines anymore. No laws, no rules, no rulers, except me. So I make the rules. Got
0: it? And what the hell is that supposed to mean?
1: It means it's all back to basics. We are cavemen. Two men. One woman. And I think you are outnumbered, Jules.
0: Oh, I am, am I? Just one poor, defenseless, helpless woman against two strong studs like you. Is that it? In a
1: manner of speaking,
3: yeah. Now, just a minute here, Race. Don't be ridiculous. I I mean, you make it sound like we could force... Julie t-
1: to... Go on. Finish that sentence, pal mine.
0: Don't listen to him, Teddy. You're the better man here. That much is for sure. You'd never stoop so low as to...
1: Even she won't say it. I mean, come on. Just say it. Say the word.
0: What? What? You you don't want me to say it, Race? Rape? Does the thought of it turn you on? Does it make you feel like a big man? I'll say it for you again, then. Rape. Just let it sink in. Let it resonate all around that hollow, coconut of a head of yours. Rape.
1: That's just a dirty word. And in a world of survival of the fittest, that word has no meaning anymore.
0: You're just a fucking moron, Reese. Do you know that?
1: Just wait until I'm done with you, woman. Okay, stop it, you guys.
3: This is taking this whole conversation to a much darker level. It's gone way too far.
1: Oh, yeah. Just think about it, Ted. She is at our mercy. She has to do what we want her to do. Nobody can stop it. And it's a question of our very survival as a species. So she can't really object to it.
0: The hell I can't. Don't even think about it.
1: Yeah, just drop it, okay, Race? And what if I don't, Teddy? What are you going to do about it? (sighs) Damn, Ted. You have a mean right hook.
3: Just keep away from Julie, race. That's not how we're going to do things. We're going to be
1: civilized. Got it? Okay, okay. Look, I'm sorry. I don't know what got into me. I, I got carried away.
0: I, I didn't mean it. Oh, you meant it. I could see it in your eyes. And you're damn right when you said you got carried away. Don't you ever even think you can lay a hand on me? Understood?
1: Fine, all right. Get it, I'm sorry. You won't do it that way.
0: That way? We won't do it at all. I wouldn't have sex with you if you are the last man alive, Captain or not.
1: Oh, I see how it is. You won't sleep with me. But as for Teddy here, he's okay, right? So you got a thing for my boy here. I always knew it. That's enough, Race. Shut up. No, I want her to admit it. I mean, I knew for sure that old Teddy here had eyes for you. But my suspicions are now confirmed. You got the hots for him as well, don't you, Jules? I mean, you won't sleep with me, but you didn't say you wouldn't give old Teddy a ride here, huh? (laughs) I know you would, in a heartbeat. So you might as well admit it, he gets you, I don't. You son of a bitch! Call me all the names you want, bitch! Go ahead, humiliate me in front of your boyfriend! It's not like that, Race, honestly. Does it even matter? I mean, whether it is or it isn't, you're still her choice. You get to have fun times with old Jules here while I get to play with myself for the duration. Yeehaw! Perfect!
0: Oh, just get over yourself, Race.
1: Yeah, just drop it, man. Just drop it.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Fine. I'll drop it. But it ain't fair. And you both know it. Three human beings left in the fucking universe, and old Race McClellan gets the shaft. Well, that's just typical. Well... What if I don't want to end up that way? What if I don't want to just let it be? What if I decided to just grab my old buddy Ted here and... I don't know... Push him into the airlock?
0: You bastard! Let him out of there!
1: Or what? What are you going to do about it?
0: It won't help your case, you know. Even if you actually opened the outer airlock door and flushed him into space, that doesn't mean I'd actually sleep with you!
1: An old Teddy would die for nothing. Oh well. No skin off my nose.
3: Seriously, race, I thought we were
1: friends! Well, maybe you thought wrong, Teddy boy.
0: Stop, please! You can't do this! You... you can't do this! Oh, are we afraid now? Scared
1: of losing your boyfriend? I thought you were a big, tough bitch. I am woman. Hear me roar and all that shit. But now that you might lose your boyfriend,
0: you're willing to make concessions. (laughs) I already told you. He's not my boyfriend.
1: Oh, and now we get the tears. (laughs) Pathetic. So much for the strong, independent woman.
0: (laughs) You wanted to humiliate me? Okay, Race. Mission accomplished. Now let him go!
1: So you can run into his open arms? I think not.
0: I don't have feelings for Ted, damn it! So just let him go! You're doing all this for nothing!
1: Nope, you'll have to do better than that. Nice performance and all, but it's not exactly Oscar-worthy. Tell him like it is, Julie. Tell Ted how you really feel.
0: Why are you doing this?
1: Because I'm a believer in true love. Now tell him! Tell him you love him! I really think he wants to hear it. Do it!
0: Teddy, I'm so sorry, I...
1: Come on, tell him the truth. And maybe I'll let him live.
0: If I tell him, you'll let him go. Oh yeah, I promise.
1: I'll let Teddy go, but you gotta tell him how you really feel. No more bullshit.
0: Okay, fine. I...
1: Go on, do it.
0: You really don't have to say anything,
3: Julie. I promise.
1: Oh, but she does, you know, Ted. In fact... Your very life depends on it. Now, go on, Julie. Tell him the truth. Tell him exactly how much he means to you. Do it. Do it now or I swear I'll space him.
0: Teddy, he's right. I I do love you. I just wanted a better time to tell you. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, Ted. I'm sorry too. <laughs>
0: Daddy! Oh god! Daddy! Oh! <laughs>
1: now it won't be so hard, will it? In order for the human race to survive, you gotta be with me.
0: You bastard! You killed him! You're a fucking psycho! You animal!
1: That's what we are, Jules. Animals. The human race, we're always just domesticated animals. It comes down to basics. Survival of the fittest, the alpha male always had to fight off his competition so that he could mate. The human race ends here. That is, unless we do something about it. I mean, damn. Think about it rationally. From now on, it's you and me. We are the new Adam and Eve. You might as well accept it. I mean, you either accept it or let the human race go extinct. Which means we all die. Now, don't tell me you'd rather die than mate with me, because frankly, I don't believe that. Well, I'm not that bad, you might even like it,
0: give it some thought, just
1: think about the alternative.
0: I... I suppose you have a point, I mean, what choice have I got now, right? The human race has to continue, right?
1: Now yeah, you're getting it. Yeah,
0: I'm the last man alive. The alpha male. Yeah, the alpha male. I, I kind of like that.
1: Mm. 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 I knew you'd come around. Oh yeah. You are really gonna enjoy this. Now you're right.
0: Mm. I mm. am going to enjoy oh, mm, mm. this. <coughs> <coughs> Now, Julie, you and I both know you won't do it. You underestimated me, you filthy piece of shit.
1: Yes, yes I did, but I'll never do that again, Julie. I promise. In fact, this proves something to me. You're strong. Stronger than I gave you credit for. Hell, you're, you're as strong as me, in fact. I'll admit it. I never had much faith in one, but you are a freaking boss. Alpha female, no question. But oh, We're gonna make the perfect couple to restart the human race.
0: Dream on, asshole! Oh,
1: come on, Jules! We both know you can't do it! If you space me, you'll die! everything dies, there's absolutely no future for you on your own. You'll just sit there in this space station and rot. Can you just imagine how agonizing that will be? Dying alone? Dying of hunger? Loneliness? Lack of oxygen? No companionship. No one to talk to. Now, we both know you don't want that. You don't really want to die, Julie. You want so much more than that.
0: You took what I wanted away from me, remember? Now everyone I ever loved is dead. So now, there's nothing left. No reason to live. Nothing
1: but one chance for us. One chance for the human race. You have a duty to the human race, Julie. A duty to yourself, a duty to me. The universe needs us. Without the human race, there's nothing.
2: You have come again...
0: obligation. Is that what you are about to say, Race McKellen? I have no obligation to anyone, not even to the universe. If I am truly the last human being alive, at least I was strong enough to resist the most basic instincts of survival of the fittest. Survival at all costs is not living at all. I am not an animal. I am a human being. I have dignity. If nothing else, if I am meant to die here alone then, so be it. It will be on my terms and mine alone.
2: You have been listening to Showcase, Soul Survivors, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell and which starred, in order of appearance, Leanne King as the reporter, Dave Morgan as Race McClellan, Pete Lutz as Ted Everhart, and Deborah Adams as Julie Adams. The Showcase theme tune was provided by Kevin McLeod. The incidental music heard in this program was provided by Eric Howell. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles, Additional editing and sound design by Eric Howell. This episode was produced and directed by Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series, Dream Realm Showcase, was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. This is Shane Harris asking you to join us next time for another incredible story.
0: This program is copyright 2019, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues.
2: You're tuned into Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow is all
1: things horror on Tuesday Terrors. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day. Or find Tuesday Terrors in your favorite podcast players.
2: The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.